Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Time for another edition of Fantasy Sports Today. As promised, the MLB trade deadline is fast approaching, but we did have a couple of deals happen over the weekend, so we're going to break those down, look at what could move forward, and talk to a couple of people who uh, obviously know what's going on, both with the Pittsburgh Pirates and Kansas City Royals. So we'll roll to the trade deadline in reality While in fantasy baseball, we're still trying to help you win. That's what we do. It's Fantasy Sports Today, and it starts now. Like to talk a little bit about sports? Fantasy Sports Today. Well hit down the left field. Way back in. Unbelievable. Touchdown for three. Puts it in. They traded away Jared Kalenic, who's going to be a star, outfield star, first-round pick. They traded Justin Dunn, a pitcher, first-round pick. It just They signed Jed Lowry, hasn't played a game. And this comedy has just gone on for too long. It's just it, they need to hit the reset button with Jacob DeGrom, I do think, and with Jeff McNeil and with Pete Alonzo. But in terms of Syndergaard, it's time to sell. Matt Sells is uh, with us here covering baseball and football at Fantasy Alarm. Um feel like Stroman may be the biggest name of any of them traded, but Matt, last year we saw Fam uh, get moved for Archer. That kind of came out of nowhere at the last minute. You, you feel like anything like that happens this coming week? I think the biggest surprise is actually going to be Charlie Blackman being moved. Mm. I think Charlie Blackman's actually going to get moved. He's been, the Rockies have thrown him out there saying, hey, we're listening. And yeah, as uh, any GM will tell you, they listen to everybody, but to be fair, there's nobody else on that roster that they've said, hey, we're listening. All right, welcome in Fantasy Sports Today. And yeah, Marcus Stroman did get traded, but uh, Charlie Blackman has not. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you're listening. Welcome in. This is Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish here with you every day from noon to 2 Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network. You can dial up the show, 844-843-6879. We have Sean producing for us, and uh, we will kind of really go more into what could happen at the trade deadline here coming up in a couple of days. We still have until the 31st, but we did have some movement over the weekend, so we'll get to that in just a second. Coming up in 40 minutes from now, Jeff Montgomery, former big league pitcher, former closer in the big leagues who works for uh, Fox Sports Kansas City is going to join us, and he'll shed some light as to what he thinks may happen with the Royals. They certainly have no shortage of players to trade. Nubias Wilborn, who covers the Pirates for the Post-Gazette, is going to join us, and I'm going to ask him who he thinks the Pirates may trade. And so two clear sellers, I think, at the trade deadline. I think it's important to start diving into some of those players, and for those of you who uh, just had your fab budget or your or your free agent acquisitions in the last 24 hours. We'll go through those as well. I'll tell you what I ended up doing on my teams. And uh, just to be clear, I uh, had my waivers run on... uh, Now, it's really interesting in terms of fantasy. This is not really reality, but in fantasy, Marcus Stroman appeared on ESPN's Fantasy yesterday. 
and uh, it did not in my NL Tout Wars because it shouldn't. But for some reason, ESPN, once the trade was complete, they popped his name on there. And so I think that if you're playing on the ESPN platform, that if you're playing in an NL only, you had the chance to get him yesterday, as I did. So I bid uh, out of $100. I was saving all my money. I mean, I'm doing well. I'm second place, and, and it's a money league. But I saved my money. I bid 66 out of the $100. I had about uh, $78 left, and I thought, ah, let me bid 66 the second highest bid was only $6. I way overbid for him in the NL only format. And I, I'm surprised because, and we'll get into the trade here. I don't love it really, but either way for fantasy, like a guy going from the Blue Jays to the Mets, I may not get wins, but I would think the ERA would be sustainable and the whip and, and the strikeouts per nine are about seven per nine. But maybe the people in my league didn't know, or maybe ESPN didn't notify people. I don't really know how that works, but very, very crazy how fast they got him available in the NL player pool. Now, this coming week in the Tout Wars format, I'm going to have to bid on him as well as everyone else. I do have uh, third most money in the whole league, so I'll have a chance for him. But my NL bidding is basically done in my money home league. That's it. I got Stroman, and I have $15 left. I have, like, the fifth most money. So... I, I think that that's going to be it for me. Maybe I'll be able to get a, a smaller bit type player, but I don't. I think that Stroman's my big ad here in the NL. Speaking of which, that was the big trade yesterday in baseball, and initially I thought it seemed pretty, uh, pretty off for the Mets in terms of what they're doing, but then as I started talking to people in the industry, they seemed to tell me that this was uh, that, that maybe the Blue Jays could have even gotten more for him. Uh, somebody I talked to said that they actually liked uh, the the secondary player more than they did Anthony Kay. So, and Anthony Kay was was supposedly the main guy in the deal. Uh, so we'll see. We, you know, these things never work themselves out immediately, and the Mets still have two or three days to decide what they're going to do. Personally, I probably would have not done this if I was the Mets and and started to think about the future. But I suppose that there's a it's a new day with Brody Van Wagenen running the ship there. And he figures that they're going to be able to compete for 2020. And I suppose as a brand new GM, if immediately after your first year, it looked pretty foolish that you have to rebuild. Maybe that's the reason why. Although I will tell you this, when AJ Preller took over in San Diego, you remember all those moves he made. He got James Shields. He got Justin Upton. They added a lot of players. It didn't work out. And then the next year he shipped them out and started the rebuild. And look, the Padres are back on the doorstep again. So don't know that you could really do that if you're the Mets, if you're the Blue Jays. Look, I told you guys from the very beginning of the season on my other show and this show, they're the worst team in the league, arguably. And, you know, now they have at least a couple of pitching prospects to go with this kid Pearson who they have in the minors. The Blue Jays moving forward from now to the rest of the season. I don't know that anybody will be as bad as Detroit, and we'll get to that in a second. But Toronto is just hideous. They're going to lose a lot of games, 100-plus easily. Their win total was 76. It was the biggest joke on the board, I thought, going into the season. Uh, they didn't even add anything this offseason except for hoping that Vladimir Guerrero Jr., one kid, is going to come up and do what exactly and, and carry them to 80 wins? I don't think so. So I thought that was as easy as it got. Uh, also, uh, Romo traded to the Twins. We'll get into that. Jake Diekman goes to the A's, Sogard to the Rays. Those didn't really have a lot of fantasy factors, but we'll talk about that. We'll talk about what could come. So... Busy day today here on Fantasy Sports Today. You'll want to stay tuned to this show for sure. We got you covered as the trade deadline inches closer. Good, bad, 
Uh, anything different you want to talk about, let me know. Coming up next, it's time for 3 Up, 3 Down. Don't go away. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. Now what goes up must come down. Three up, three down. What does three up and three down mean to you, Airman? End of an inning. All right, welcome back. It's time for a little three up, three down. Happy Monday to you. It is July 29th, 2019. The MLB trade deadline is the 31st. And so here on this show this week, we'll cover the trade deadline today. And tomorrow, and of course Wednesday, and then uh, Thursday we'll look at what happened, we'll recap it. On Friday we'll move forward, and then a week from today we'll start diving into more football than what we have been doing. And so if that works for you guys, it works for me. You can obviously always let me know at Craig Mish, at FNTSY 
radio. And in between, of course, I'll try and break as many uh, trades as possible, okay, so we can get through this together. As you guys may have seen um, a couple uh, the day, I think, before, yeah, it was uh, last Thursday, I told you guys here on the show that the Twins were chasing Sergio Romo, and then they ended up trading for him on Friday. So I was ahead of that one. If I'm ahead of any other trades, you'll hear it right here on uh, FNTSY. That's for sure. And we'll keep you updated throughout. Although a lot of my stuff is Marlins related, let's be honest. But you know, I've been I've been known to break some national stuff too. Okay, let's start with the three up, three down from the weekend. Mostly baseball oriented. Uh, Rays come from seven runs behind to beat the Blue Jays on Sunday. Diego Castillo got the save, so circle his name. Looks like he's the closer. Tampa Bay has been rolling out Alvarado and Pagan. It looks like Castillo is the the moment right now, the moment guy for the Rays because they changed so much. Two more hits, two more runs driven in, by the way, from Travis Darno. Darno's been a monster pickup for the Rays. What a great job by them. And it just goes to show you. Uh, that's no knock on the Mets on this one, but how in the world is Darno so much better than he ever was with New York? It doesn't really make a lot of sense. It just shows you that some organizations can untap the potential, and they've definitely done it with Darno. Although, if you're playing in a fantasy league and somebody needs a catcher, like for example, they have Yadier Molina or someone else that's out, you sell high. You sell high on this guy right now. I can't imagine that this continues. But great, great season he's had. I think he has more runs driven in this year than he had all his years combined with with the Mets. So congratulations to Travis Darno. Speaking of catcher, JT Real Muto hit three home runs last week. We're going to have him on the show pretty soon. I can tell you that. That's for sure. He uh, hit a grand slam yesterday. And all of a sudden, if you look in points leagues right now, he is the number one catcher again in fantasy baseball. Now, look, he hasn't been fantastic in April, May, June, and even into July, but I think at the end you'll see that, that Real Muto still is the best catcher in baseball. It's been a down year in general for all the Phillies, but I would I would guess a very big second half for him is coming. And by the way, now that he can get some sleep, he's had his baby, his second baby. Uh, that's my second three up, three down. My third one, Kyle Giersdorf. I don't know. I've never heard his name until yesterday. I didn't even know that this existed until yesterday, but it looked amazing, honestly. Uh, he won the Fortnite World Championship at Arthur Ashe Stadium in New York. And for winning that, it was the largest prize pool for any eSport at $3 million. So, look, uh, I gave up a lot of the video games a long time ago. I don't play them anymore. In my house, I have two mini arcades of Pac-Man and Galaga, okay? And and I, I did play the PlayStation for a number of years. When I was in college, I played the old Maddens on the Sega, 91, 92, 93, NHL, 92, 93, 95. Like, I played all those. But, you know, what happens is you get older, at least for me, and I know that people are making this into an industry and a business. Good for them. I'm all about the hustle. However you can make money, make money. But I cannot fathom $3 million for winning this in Fortnite. Like, I understand how big it is. It's huge. There's toys now, too, when I when I go shopping. But, ah, wow, $3 million for being the best Fortnite player in the world. Maybe we, maybe we, uh, th- there's all this talk that you shouldn't have your kids play video games. It's not good for them. Uh, tell this kid, you made $3 million bucks yesterday. That is my good. Uh, here is my bad. Here's the down. Trending down from the weekend. We'll start with the Pittsburgh Pirates. 
who had some hopes of, of maybe staying in the race and getting into the postseason. But, man, they lost every game last week, eight games in a row. And, unfortunately, for the Pirates, they are completely out of it. They are sellers, no question. And with two games to go or two days to go, they can certainly make some moves. Dubias Wilborn from the Post-Gazette is going to join us uh, coming up here in about an hour from now, so he'll tell us. But I think everybody should it, should be in play for Pittsburgh. Now, what has happened to Chris Archer? I have no idea. I can't trade him. That'd be selling as low as you could possibly go. But would they consider trading Felipe Vasquez? Would they consider trading uh, Marte, Dickerson? Uh, they're not going to trade Josh Bell, but they, they have a lot of little pieces there that maybe the Pirates are a bigger component to this trade deadline than anyone is talking about. We certainly will see. Uh, over to the Detroit Tigers now. Now, this is staggering. I didn't see this. I didn't know this, and I, I realized it today. So Detroit lost their fifth game in a row. They're 40 games under 500. The Orioles and the Tigers look like the teams that are going to fight this thing out to get the first pick in the MLB draft in 2020. But did you know the Tigers have 13 wins at home the whole season? Think about that. 13 wins at home. If you're a season ticket holder and you've been to, let's say, 60 games for them, you've seen them win 13 times. Like, that's insane. And I'm glad they have a really good fan base. Not many cities in the country could sustain that kind of losing. And they're they're going to end the month of July. They're on the road now. How many wins would you say they got in the month of July at home? The answer is one. One win at home the whole month. Yikes, that is trending down in a big way. And the proud Tigers of, uh, of, of really in the 2000s of of loading up and Miguel Cabrera and Verlander and Upton. A lot of good players they had there, Detroit. But, man, it has gone on so far south. And uh, they're going to end the month with one home win. Congratulations. That's also trending down. My final trending down is actually football. Boy, I, look, I get it. Everyone is excited to have football back, and I'm just as excited as you guys. As I mentioned, starting next week, we'll dive very heavy into it, college and pro. We're gonna, we'll start doing that on uh, as soon as this trade deadline is done. So figure August the fifth. We'll reshape the show a little bit for you. And and I get it. You know, training camp is here, and now they have pads on, and I think the first real practices were over the weekend. But the overreaction to every single player is insane with this. It is the equivalent of me going to a spring training game and saying a guy hit a home run. Like, come on. Are we that desperate and stupid to think that every player, like I'm reading every quote is this guy's looking great and he's turning heads and this and that. I mean, I'm not I'm not going to old take expose everybody here, but please got to take a chill on this stuff, man. Now, look, when a player gets hurt, like A.J. Green got hurt, of course, like those are some of the things that we're going to hit on, and and those have real impact. And when a player gets cut, that's real impact for someone else. Like when Theo Riddick gets cut, like these are real impact uh, moves. But just because your guy against his own team caught a 50-yard touchdown pass is is nothing to get excited about until the games begin. Or better yet, I wouldn't even say that. It's nothing to get excited about until the preseason begins. If you want to get excited about the preseason with one of your guys playing 
and and a player playing well, I'm all in on that. That's that's an opponent. That's competition. Pads on, full speed, more or less, right? Like, okay, I'll give you that. But we got to chill with the training camps. Thank goodness training camp is relatively quick. I believe we only have, if I'm not mistaken, uh, it's about two weeks full of spring tra- or uh, spring training of training camp. But my God, like reading the websites that cover fantasy, every single player is making an impact. Uh, and and by the way, the the worst thing of all, like people would accuse me. Why are you doing any play-by-play spring training? I haven't done that in years, but I used to do a little bit of that, like, oh, this is happening. How can you possibly do play-by-play of training camp? Great tackle by number 78. Oh, wow. He really got to the quarterback by beating his own team wearing a pair of shorts. Man, got to find better things to do than that. But look, this is what we want. We want the 24-7 of covering football. And uh, congratulations, you get it. Not with me. <laughs> That's the difference. I'll be the uh, the Lone Ranger still doing baseball. All right, we'll take a quick timeout. Coming up next, we'll hit the waiver wire. I'll tell you who I added in fantasy and also hit on this Trevor Bauer story. Don't go away. More FST coming up next. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter program code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to madesailors.com. That's madesailors.com. Lose weight now. Go to Fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at Fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to Fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to Fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to Fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's Fat100.com. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? 
car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow, the number 100.com. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish here with you. You can get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of the show can get a risk-free bet up to 500 bucks. Here's how it works. Create a DraftKings Sportsbook account. Make a deposit. Place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. All right. Welcome back to the show. We're here until 2 o'clock on the East, and then full-time fantasy will take over. We've got You Make the Call coming up here in just a minute, so stay tuned to that. We'll roll that out for you here in uh, in just a second where you guys can vote on my poll for the day, and then we'll talk about it at the end of the show. All right, in the fantasy waiver wire, before we step any further into the trade deadline discussion, let me give you an update as to what happened with me over the weekend, okay? Well, in my uh, head-to-head league, and again, I'm I'm now, uh, I would say that I'm eligible to win at this point two of the four leagues that I'm in. I, I'm not going to win two of them for sure. I'm just done. But we'll, 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 I'll, I'll kind of update you on what I do in the leagues, though. I'm still playing and setting lineups, of course. I'm not going not gonna to be disingenuous to the league. But my head-to-head league which we're closing in on the end here and toward the playoffs. Uh, Blake Snell lost him. That was a really, really big loss for me over the weekend, losing him. He was my best pitcher. And uh, and the second time he's on the injured list now, they're saying he's going to come back in September. I think if the Rays are in it, he comes back in September. I'm going to hang on to him. I have an extra injured list spot, but honestly, if you have too many guys on your injured list, I would think about letting him go. The other player I had in that league, Jamison Tyon, too, had to let him go also. I've been I've been hit by injuries, but I'm kind of hanging in there in that league. I think I'm 10-6 and six through 16 weeks, something like that. Can't complain. Uh, I also added uh, Bummer. I don't know if you've heard of him. He is the, uh, the heir apparent in the closing situation to Alex Colomay. J.D. Bummer, I believe is his name. Um, I added him. Uh, I think that this week the White Sox trade some players. They hung around for a while. I can't see them continuing. Colomay's on an expiring contract. So we'll see. Bummer's had a pretty good year. I added him for nothing. Uh, Sergio Romo was traded. You guys knew that if you followed me over the weekend. And I added Nick Anderson on Miami. How many saves will he get? I mean, and, and how many saves will Bummer get? I don't know. But a head-to-head league, it's just... Basically, what I'm doing is I'm I'm protecting players from beating me on other teams, honestly, at this point. And so in a head-to-head matchup, I never want to start three or four guys that get saves. 
but it also protects me in case there there are significant trades that I'm hanging on to guys that somebody else can't pick up. So fine and good. Uh, I also picked up Anthony Santander of the Baltimore Orioles, who's been pretty good, and getting some decent playing time in the outfield. I wouldn't have thought to this point it would be Mullins, Cedric Mullins, but Mullins uh, you know, was kind of a bust. Some people thought he was 20 homers, 20 steals. He was nothing. They sent him down to the minors, and he's sitting in AAA. So uh, Santander, I'm going to give him a shot and, and, and fill him in in some days this week where I have an extra guy to play when there's a light schedule. And uh, these were all free players, basically, that I added this week. I, there was, I just don't have a lot of money left over. And there's, there's, you know, in a 12-team head-to-head league, you're going to have players on the waiver wire. So that was pretty easy. So uh, Bummer, Anderson, Santander, who my three ads, mixed head-to-head league. In the NL Tout Wars, where I've, I'm a complete failure but still fighting, I bid for Will Smith, not a lot. Catcher on the Dodgers, didn't get him. I bid on Adam Duvall because I have Marcakis. I bid a decent amount, still didn't get him because I was saving the money. And so, therefore, no moves for me in the NL Tout Wars format. But I do have the second amount of most money in the league. And I'm hopeful, very hopeful, that I'll be able to pick up an impact bat that comes over from the AL to the NL this Sunday. I really, really need that or else I'm in danger of finishing either at the bottom or very close. And then as I talked about earlier in the show in my, at the top in my NL uh, snake draft, I am in I am in second place. I have 73 points. The leader has 103, so it's going to be really hard to catch him, but now is the time. I need every start that I could possibly get. So I I guess I overspent. I spent 90% of my budget on Stroman. And I don't need a hitter there. I have Goldschmidt. I have Pete Alonzo. I have a strong offense, but I really needed a pitcher. And Gio Gonzalez got hurt again. So I'm like, all right, let me let me dip down here into it. And will I regret it? I mean, it's possible, but I spent all my money a week before the trade deadline. It's not something that usually happens, but it happened with me this year. And so, therefore, I have Stroman. My bidding is more or less over. I'll be able to pick up the scraps now over the next uh, few days. So those are the main moves uh, that I have in my leagues. Also, in a little bit, I'll tell you about the Raz Bowl Fantasy Football League that I'm in. Raz Bowl is now underway. My draft is even underway. And it looks like it's a slow draft, so people have four hours to make their picks, and only two picks have been made. And so uh, we'll, we'll go into that a little bit later in the show when we have our football segment. All right, so before we go any further... Let's get back into the Mets discussion because they have taken over all of the world in sports discussion, I think, for the most part. And let's play the game that we normally do every day. It's your time to vote when we have this edition of You Make the Call. You Make the Call. Hello! Pretty simple poll, I would say, for you guys today. Easy one to vote. And, you know, maybe, you know what, let's do this, Sean. Let's let's add a third option to, to you make the call if you haven't posted it yet. Let's add a third okay, one. Okay, you got it. Okay, let, let's, uh, because now that, you know, actually when I was putting this together last night, what I do is usually the night before we do a show, I start just kind of framing out what I want to talk about. And at the time, they had not traded for Marcus Stroman, believe it or not. So this is probably, I guess, 5, 6 o'clock yesterday. Uh, choice C will be none of the above, but here, here it is. Uh, who will the Mets trade next? Choice A, Noah Syndergaard. 
Choice B, Zach Wheeler. Choice C, none of the above. That's what we'll do for for this edition of You Make the Call. Because there certainly is a chance that they don't trade either of these two. I guess there's that chance. I mean, does anybody really know what the Mets are doing? Like, like this kind of came out of nowhere yesterday. In fact, I think Mark Topkin, who covers the Rays, I think he was in Toronto. Maybe he was. I don't even know where he was. But he was just basically saying that there's a rumor that this is happening. So uh, this caught everybody by surprise for sure. That's uh, that's that's how you, you get us here at FNTSY Radio. Vote right now. Who will the Mets trade next? One A Noah Syndergaard, B Zach Wheeler, C they don't trade anyone. That's what we'll do. And that's our edition of You Make the Call for today. To be clear on this one, yeah, Jason Vargas. Yeah, I guess you could throw Vargas in there too, but I, I don't know that he moves the needle as much. But you could, if you want, Sean, you could throw Vargas in there as as the third, and then the fourth, fourth would be none of the above. Uh, uh, Trevor Bauer is an interesting story for sure. Bauer yesterday, in case you missed it. Now, for those of you who saw the uh, the incident, the incident's not even an incident, but Trevor Bauer basically took the ball and he threw it completely over the center field fence when he found out that he was coming out of the game. And the reason why I think he did it was if you go back and you watch the inning that he pitched in and it was posted, the entire video of the inning, a lot of errors, mistakes, and really is what we would call baseball when when hits are made and they're nothings. They're called duck snorts. I don't know why anybody ever came up with that. But there was just a bunch of those, nothing really significant. And when he went to come out of the game and his manager, Terry Francona, went to take him out, but what he did was he basically uh, he threw the ball over the center field fence. Now, look, you kind of know who Trevor Bauer is at this point. You're getting some baggage with him, yes. But I don't care. If I'm a team, I'm still chasing this guy. Maybe they want to trade him in the offseason. Fine. Why would the Indians trade him now? I guess they're trying to. I, I, if I am 29 other teams in baseball, I want this guy. Uh, I just do. He hasn't had as good as a year as everybody thought he would. Most people had him as an SPP one in fantasy. I think I would think so. He has not. He has not paid that dividend on an SP one. I still think that he could somewhere else. So I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't rule it out. I think that he'll be okay for the most part. Um, what team could he end up with? What team should he end up with if Bauer was to be traded? Maybe Houston seems right. Would Cleveland dare trade him to the Yankees and give the Yankees a leg up to beat them in the postseason? No way. Dodgers, NL, Brewers. Now that's a team that really could use a starter. But would he fit in Milwaukee? Yeah, he seems to fit pretty well in Cleveland. What's funny is I know a lot of you are hanging on to this especially those of you who are playing in the AL format. Some people play in the format where if the player gets traded interleague, you lose the player. For me, that's fascinating. <laughs> this is always that time of the year. It's like too late to trade the player, but you kind of know that there's a chance this could be coming. Well, I will say this. I don't think he goes anybody, anywhere. I think he, uh, I think he stays, and I think he ends up with Cleveland. And then in the offseason, they would consider maybe trading him or 
we're doing something with him, that's for sure. All right, coming up next, it's time for us to discuss the Kansas City Royals. We're going to bring in Jeff Montgomery, former Royals pitcher. He's also an analyst for Fox Sports Kansas City. Very dialed into what's going on with the Royals, who they may trade, what they may do. Uh, also, Nubias Wilborn covering the Pirates joins us in hour number two. So here we go. Trade discussion on the Royals, and that's coming up next here on FST. Don't go away. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenics samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. The morning after. I don't know what the hashtag is, but there's a bunch of people out there saying, you know, you're a loser if you're an adult and, you know, you're going to Disneyland or Disney World and you don't have kids. And I'm thinking, you know who's a bigger loser than um, adults without kids to go to Disneyland? Loser adults who sit on their couch and tell other people what to do with their money and how to spend their time. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome in. This is Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish here with you. 
If you want to dial up the show, here's how you do it. Let me give you the number here. You can call us up anytime. And here's the number, 844-843-6879. 844-843-6879 if you want to dial us up. We're going to have Jeff Montgomery coming on the show here, trying to get him the number. And we'll talk uh, Kansas City Royals here in just a second here. Let me see why. uh, Sometimes we uh, have fun trying to get these uh, guests here on the show, and I don't always get the numbers right. But let me see if I did here. 913-908-31. Yeah, must. uh... Sorry about that, Sean. We'll get this uh, fixed here for you in just a second. All right, uh, getting back to some of the uh, news of the day, news and notes. We got a lot going on in terms of the trade deadline here, and I want to say a couple of things before you get too caught up in making trades or doing things and uh, making trades in terms of fantasy. My guess is is a couple of trades will get made today and tomorrow, but the majority of the moves that we're going to make are probably going to be, I would say, on the actual deadline on uh, on the 31st. It's kind of my thinking of that. And the Kansas City Royals are probably one of those teams that are looking to make some moves for the future. But let's get into it uh, with the present, the past, and a little bit of the future. And former big league pitcher, closer with the Kansas City Royals, Jeff Montgomery joins us now here on the show. Jeff, always good to talk to you. How are you? Well, doing great. It's um, that time of year, a lot of good things going on in the game, and it's been fun to watch our Royals here since the All-Star break. They play a lot better baseball, so pretty much all good stuff. Yeah, for sure, Jeff. And and for those of you who see Jeff on television, of course, you followed his big league career. Uh, He certainly knows what's going on and all the happenings with the Royals inside and out. And as you mentioned, they've played much better, Jeff, but... We are in the situation now where you would expect some trades to be made for sure. We did see Jake Diekman moved to uh, to Oakland. Let's start off with that one. Uh, what did you make of that trade at the time? Did you think that the uh, Royals did well in that deal uh, for Diekman? They signed him on the one-year deal, and he had an expiring contract. So let's start off with that. Yeah, and I think over the last few years, the Royals have done exactly that with a number of players. Uh, guys like Lucas Duda last year, Mike Lusakis last year. Uh, this year so far with Homer Bailey and Jake Diekman. Don't know much about the two kids they got for Diekman. I know there's some upside, uh, you know, very low-level minor league players. But, uh, you know, when you're able to bring somebody in like a Diekman who is kind of like a stabilizing force with a young bullpen, uh, he has value in that regard. Also, um, you know, he emerged uh, after a shaky start. He emerged as a guy that you could depend on pretty regularly for that eighth inning, and he has – really dominant stuff. So he will do a lot of good things for the Oakland A's uh, on the nights that he's on. I could always tell if Jake Diekman was going to be unhittable or if he's going to struggle, usually by the first battery face. He's, he's going to get he got the first guy out. He was going to cruise through the inning and wasn't just going to cruise. He was going to be really, really good. So, uh, again, I wish I knew more about the younger players the Royals got in that trade, but uh, I believe they got a young outfielder who uh, uh, allegedly is one of the best outfielders in double A baseball and a pitcher that has a really live arm. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, a lot to go with regards to the future on that one. 
Yeah, sure, Jeff. And, and obviously a lot of us, even myself included, don't know anything about the players that got back in return because neither of them were like a top 10 prospect in Oakland system. But look, the Royals have done a really good job stockpiling draft picks and stockpiling talent. So I, I would ask you, Jeff, because you know certainly in the next two days – there are going to be a lot of names thrown around there, and and you know certainly Whit Merrifield got the extension before the season. Solaire is having, in terms of power, a career year. Uh, what do you? I mean, do you? Would you be able to kind of dive in and take a look at some of the players have and hear some of the rumors of the of players that could be out there who you think may stay or may be moved? Well, if you look at the players who have immediate value to teams that are going to try to go for it all this year. Whit Merrifield obviously would be at the top of a lot of teams' lists. I mean, everybody I talk to who come through Kansas City, whether it be uh, opposing managers, uh, opposing writers, or uh, you know, television, radio personalities, everybody talks about Whit Merrifield. We would love to have him on our team. He fits great with our team. Uh, I'll compare him to what the Royals did in 2015 when they acquired Ben Zobris. Uh, really kind of got him over the hump, got him to a position where they have a player like Ben Zobris who can play multiple positions, infield, outfield, uh, a quality hitter, a guy that's going to give you a tremendous plate appearance every time he goes to the batter's box. And Whit Merrifield's that type player. He's not a switch hitter like Ben Zobris, but he's that type player who can beat you in a lot of ways. He's got a tremendous bat. Uh, he's led uh, the American League in stolen bases the last couple of years. Uh, plays anywhere you want to put him. Infield, outfield, he can probably do anything except for pitching for catch. So he can do a lot of things for you. Now, the caveat to that is, you know, he's under control of the club for the next three years, and I just don't see him as being one of those players who's really established himself and become kind of the face of the organization in the absence of Salvador Perez this year. Uh, him and Alex Gordon are the guys that everybody kind of looks to as, you know, the guys who are the, um, the face of this franchise. And I just don't see them parting with what merits unless they're just an abundance of major league ready players that can get them to the next level in a real short period of time. So I would say Whit Merrifield is a real long shot for anybody. Uh, I know Dayton Moore, the club's general manager, feels like Whit Merrifield may be one of the best players in baseball right now. Maybe not statistically speaking and maybe not athletically and as far as just pure ability, but result driven and the attitude and what he brings to the, to the game every night uh, he's one of the best players in the game. So I think it would take a whole lot for them to part ways with him. Jorge Soler is a player who this year finally has been healthy. He's been able to play essentially every game, and he's put up some big numbers. He's going to probably hit close to 40 home runs. And uh, a guy that's just, uh, you know, every time he goes to play, there's a chance that the ball is going to leave the ballpark. He's developed into a nice hitter. And by that, I mean, He's not the player who's chasing everything that the pitcher throws up there. He's, he's got much better play discipline. He's able to take walks. He's able to kind of take what the pitcher gives him on a more consistent basis, whether it be just hitting the ball the other way to drive in a run or two or hitting the ball at the ballpark. So he's got a lot of upside as well. Uh, but the real key for him has just been this is the first year he's ever been able to go out and play seven days a week. And he's a designated hitter most of the time, and I think he probably will be for the rest of the season. He's turned into a decent outfielder. He's not an outfielder you're going to put out there and say, hey, we want the ball hit to this guy because we know he's going to make the play. There are certain you know, plays that he doesn't make that other outfielders do make, but he's certainly turned into a very quality major league player. 
We're joined by Jeff Montgomery, former big league pitcher, closer, and uh, now broadcaster, Fox Sports Kansas City. Really good points there on Solaire. It's funny, Jeff. It's I mean, the if he was with the Cubs, he'd be getting all this attention for hitting all these home runs. It's like he, he's turning into exactly what the Cubs wanted, but because he's in Kansas City, he's not getting the huge play. Uh, perhaps that's the reason why. Uh, okay, so moving over to the pitchers, Jeff. Let, let's talk about this. You know, now what everyone's looking for are those impact late-inning arms like you used to be with the Royals, for sure. And Casey just traded Diekman. Now, the next player that's that's obviously having a really good year, and, and kudos to the Royals for turning him from a starter into a reliever, is Ian Kennedy, who has 20 saves so far this season and striking out guys like Wild, and he's turned into a viable closer. But, Jeff, the money that he's making is probably prohibitive for other teams. Would the Royals consider moving him and, and eating some of that? Is there any even discussion, or is it just basically they have to be happy with kind of recultivating his career and making him viable? Well, I think with Ian Kennedy, he has. You're right. He's turned into a, a player who can be an impact arm out of that bullpen, and he could pitch in the 7th, 8th, or ninth inning. I mean, he's a guy that – uh, to me, has the most value of any player left on the Royals roster because he's in a situation where he can help a team make a difference in the postseason. We saw that with the Kansas City Royals when they had Luke Hochaver and uh, Calvin Herrera and Wade Davis and Greg Holland, all those guys in that bullpen who really essentially helped the Royals go to two World Series in 2014 and 15 and win it in 2015, they were just able to shorten those games to the point where it was over after five innings. The Royals were either tired or had a lead after five innings. They won, I'm going to say, 95% of their games. And that's what teams now have built their bullpens around, just ways to shorten games, ways to get to you know those impact arms and come in and make a difference. And, yeah, I think, you know, I talked about – you know, what Zobers did for the Royals and what Whit Merrifield could potentially do for somebody. But if you don't have that lockdown bullpen, it doesn't matter if you have those other pieces. You have to have that lockdown bullpen. So if there are teams out there willing to, to bring on somebody like an Ian Kennedy, and I don't see the Royals taking a portion of the salary. I think that's just something if you want the guy, uh, you have to pay the salary. It's not just this year, it's next year as well, and it is a big number. So, And, and I think a lot of teams have just said, hey, that position is something – that we can fill with a much lesser expensive arm. We can we can do it on a on a more of a short term basis and really kind of take care of that that need we have and not have to be committed for a large salary for the second half of this year as well as another year on top of that. But to me, uh, you have to have guys like Ian Kennedy. It's been a lot of fun to watch Ian Kennedy really evolve from a starting pitcher who's had a nice career as a starter wasn't 100% health-wise the last few years as a starting pitcher. Uh, but if he's got so many innings under his belt, I think now he's found a role where he can go out there and just air it out. And I'm going to guess he probably throws over 90% fastballs now. And his fastball is not the fastball that you think of as far as the uh, oldest Chapman fastball that's 100 miles an hour. Now, he will be mid, uh, sometimes 96, 97 miles an hour, but it's got really good life. And he can command it up in the strike zone, down in the strike zone, in the strike zone, and out of the strike zone. So he has real ability to get guys out by really just using his fastball. And occasionally he'll throw his breaking ball or his changeup. But very rarely in that one-inning role do you see him pitch like he did as a starting pitcher. And he's really taken on that role. He really enjoys that role. He loves coming to the ballpark every day 
having a chance to be in a ball game. He's done a really nice job, and I think he's 20 out of 22 or 20 out of 23 in save opportunities. So uh, he's done a really nice job. He'd be a good fit for any club that's looking to add that that lockdown, that closer type thing, whether it be the sixth, seventh, or eighth, or ninth inning. Well, uh, Jeff, always great stuff. Great catching up with you as always. Uh, uh, hope to see you here in South Florida when the Royals play the Marlins. And thank you so much as always for coming on the show. We'll keep an eye on some of those players that you mentioned as well. Thanks again. Okay. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. All right. Jeff Montgomery joining us here on the show, former big league pitcher. And of course, now broadcaster with the Royals. Interesting names there. Ian Kennedy is a possibility. And look, he has pitched very well. Someone would have to take on some salary there. And why wouldn't you want to add Jorge Soler to your roster? I mean, Think about if Soler had ended up staying with the Cubs, and, and look, they made that great trade to get Zobris, no doubt. But he's finally coming into his own. 28 home runs, 73 runs driven in. His on-base percentage isn't horrid either. It's not like he's got a 305 OBP, 327, not terrible. So uh, Soler, to me, is the guy that everybody was waiting for him to be. He's done it, and now we don't even talk about it anymore. Interesting. Thanks again to uh, Jeff for coming on the show. We will post some of his interview, of course, on our Twitter handle, and you can hear the entire interview on demand 24 hours a day, seven days a week by downloading our app. The FNTSY app will also post it for you. It'll be up on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever you hear podcasts. We'll take a quick time out here on the show. When we come back, we'll dive into a little bit of fantasy football, tell you where we're at with my Raz Bowl draft and catch up with the hot and cold players in fantasy. Don't go away. More FST coming up next. Don't go anywhere. We'll roll on in hour number two and our best of segment next. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source comms score total visits. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800 961 800-961-3631. 800-961-3631. 800-961-3631. 800-961-3631.
DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Bring this! Make it rain. Those of you that say, ah, it's not a real sport. not yet. Well, the money's real. Money's and real. the attention is real. The ratings are real. And yeah, 16-year-old comes out of nowhere and wins $3 million as a Fortnite World Cup champion. And I don't think it's ever going anywhere, Dan. I think it's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger, man. Weekdays, 7 to 9 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. As we wrap up the first hour of the show, here's what you missed. But did you know the Tigers have 13 wins at home the whole season? Think about that. 13 wins at home. If you're a season ticket holder and you've been to, let's say, 60 games for them, you've seen them win 13 times. Like, that's insane. And I'm glad they have a really good fan base. Not many cities in the country could sustain that kind of losing. And they're they're going to end the month of July. They're on the road now. How many wins would you say they got in the month of July at home? The answer is one. One win at home. The whole month. Yikes, that is trending down in a big way. And the proud Tigers of uh, of, of really in the 2000s of, of loading up and Miguel Cabrera and Verlander and Upton. A lot of good players they had there, Detroit. But, man, it has gone so far south. And uh, they're going to end the month with one home win. Congratulations. That's also trending down. My final trending down is actually football. Boy, I, look, I get it. Everyone is excited to have football back, and I'm just as excited as you guys. As I mentioned, starting next week, we'll dive very heavy into it, college and pro. We're gonna, we'll start doing that on uh, as soon as this trade deadline is done. So figure August the fifth, we'll reshape the show a little bit for you. And and I get it. You know, training camp is here, and now they have pads on, and I think the first real practices were over the weekend. But the overreaction to every single player is insane with this. It is the equivalent of me going to a spring training game and saying a guy hit a home run. Like, come on. Are we that desperate and stupid to think that every player, like I'm reading every quote, is this guy looking great and he's turning heads and this and that. I mean, I'm not I'm not going to old take expose everybody here, but please, got to take a chill on this stuff, man. Now, look, when a player gets hurt, like A.J. Green got hurt, of course, like those are some of the things that we're going to hit on and and those have real impact. And when a player gets cut, that's real impact for someone else. Like when Theo Riddick gets cut, like these are real impact uh, moves. But just because your guy against his own team caught a 50-yard touchdown pass is is nothing to get excited about until the games begin. Or better yet, I wouldn't even say that. It's nothing to get excited about until the preseason begins. If you want to get excited about the preseason with one of your guys playing and, and a player playing well, I'm all in on that. That's, that's an opponent. That's competition. Pads on. Full speed, more or less, right? Like, okay, I'll give you that. 
But we got to chill with the training camps. Thank goodness training camp is relatively quick.